You are listening to Hello Francis, a podcast for curious creatives and nano entrepreneurs who seek knowledge, purpose, and community. Hello Francis is brought to you by the creative firm and solutionist agency, Francis Roy, and is recorded at the Francis Roy office in Valparaiso, Florida. A lineup of guests, friends, and mentors candidly share their diverse wisdom and experience. Never to exceed 30 minutes, this podcast is an easy addition to your playlist of favorites. Let's get started with this week's guest. Hi, you guys are listening to Hello Francis. I'm your host, Chantel Dedeke, and this week it's just you and me, and we're talking about change. Here at Francis Roy, it has been a priority for me and um, for my leadership team to not just embrace change, but really come to expect it. Our agency is seven years old this year. And so if you think about that, we have lived both in and out and kind of like in and out, in and out of a world with COVID and a couple of, you know, just economic uncertainty and all of that, I would say at least 60% of the time that we have been in business. So we do have somewhat of a luxury. I don't know. I guess I view it as a luxury that change is just a part of our daily expectation. Not only that, the type of work that we do here fluctuates. It is consistent and there is a lot of consistency to it, but it can change every day. We have a fantastic client base right now that toggles us between all different, just an array of projects. And so no one day seems exactly the same. And so change is a part of our DNA. It's just so deeply embedded in our environment here at Francis Roy, because involuntarily we've had to expect it, uh, new technology, social media, new employees, new clients, new global events. I mean, I honestly don't think that we've had a break from change since I started the agency April 1st, 2016. And then just sometimes being at the mercy of a business that is changing has really opened my eyes that we should be more proactive instead of reactive and then just expect change. It's a part of our foundation. I would say a major indicator, a a critical indicator in how we've performed up until this point, and I would consider that successful, is our ability to adapt. And we have this incredible agility. And so our culture is very much built on that. I get asked all the time, why do you think Francis Roy is doing so well? What is the key to your success? First and foremost is always, it's our people. And I stand behind that. As a matter of fact, we're going tonight to celebrate Janae at the Women of the Year Awards for Scarlet Scarlet Magazine. I think our people are the number one reason why we're so successful. But I would say if we were looking just a little bit more holistically than that, agility and adaptability are performance indicators that just allow us to have this foundational willingness to take risks. We are committed, deeply committed to learning and developing, and we have a culture where failure is safe. It is just sort of a part of the process. In the past, we've had clients that have maybe not been as comfortable with some of those things, and ultimately it will be a core value difference for us. And we do not have to be a service provider for everyone. We can at times have a crossroads where a client just comes in hot over very, very small bits of failure that can easily be fixed for their teams or for our teams. And it's just that kind of rigid, you know, rigid behavior is not normally a good match for us because 
failure is inevitable and it is an, it is an expected part of our process here at Francis Roy. I will say this, not everyone's comfortable with that, but it is an expected part of our process here at Francis Roy. We can do it more freely, which means that we try something new more frequently. We're not so afraid to shift if we need to, or to learn something new. We very rarely say no. I mean, we say no a lot, obviously, but we don't like to say no. And I think that comes from all of us. Everyone on the team really has this desire to learn and develop themselves further. So not just, you know, what does that look like from a business owner's perspective as the age, as a company, like, do we have a team of people who are wanting to learn and willing to learn, but personally, they will take on learning and their own personal development in their own lives. And I, I think that's very admirable and something that our team excels at both collectively and individually. I, you know, do not have any profound wisdom here. I think that it is a no brainer that this day and age, this time in history requires us to be ready for change more than ever, not just for business transformations, but things that we can manage just a little bit better, like in terms of company growth, scaling, uh, team growth, team personality changes. What has been the most interesting for me to observe on my team is not just individual personality, which you guys know our team really dives into the Enneagram for and loves, but also how a lot of us have been together for almost seven years. And so there have been different phases of life for individuals. And those phases of life require people to have the flexibility to show up a little differently and has not always been the most convenient aspect of running our business, but is the type of change that I think must be embraced if you are leading human beings. Humans are not definitive and finite in a way that they should not be expected to change themselves. I certainly expect it. I expect that Someone who starts with our agency at 21 years old could, if they decide to stay with us for a long time, would be a completely different human being by the time they're 30 years old. That type of change from a leadership perspective is something that I look at and analyze yearly. And how is this agency an environment that allows them to kind of move through the phases of life in a way where they feel harmonious with who they are at any given point. So to me, that is just so incredibly interesting. Times can be turbulent and there are certain business models that have been completely upended. Of course, we don't want that, but what unexpected times have taught us, what it taught me specifically is that if you have the ability to start something once, then you should be committed to the evolution of what you've started and that enabling change and pushing it and building a culture that allows change to just kind of foster and come into your space and be a comfortable evolution. It's not, it feels super strange. It's not easy. There's a lot of pushback, especially if a team has worked very hard to get a process down and something will destroy or disconnect that process. And going back to the way things were before it was destroyed is not a viable option. The pushback requires a certain type of leadership that I think is committed to risk that will make everyone feel comfortable with 
the unknown and that we may not know what that's going to look like, but we certainly cannot go backwards. And there's really no one that can really help you through it in the exact way that you were experiencing it as a teen. Looking at it from just a formula of people, environment, geographic location, industry, issue, and then all of these other variables in between. I don't know that there is any two, you know, disruptions that are exactly the same, but being prepared for change in a way that it's your company's purpose embraces it. And you'll know that because leaders are getting feedback from their employees. They're articulating a vision. They're allowing the company to be driven, driven by its purpose. They know what its purpose is. There's some flexibility in its organizational culture. That agility is, you know, when change is required, it's so much it's like practicing yoga every day. It's so much harder to break a bone that way. The flexibility is there. You might get hurt, but it will potentially not be catastrophic. And, you know, you can move on the next day and heal and continue to practice. So I feel like Mackenzie Burley would be really, really proud of that analogy. But, you know, it's just imperative. We don't know what's coming. We've experienced pandemic. I have a little bit of um, privilege here in the fact that I love change and my personality type is the type that accepts and embraces risk. So I need that grounding because sometimes I will destroy things for the purpose of change. And I know that that can be not always positive. So you do need your entire team to come together because you need all the different personalities and experiences and skill sets in order to usher change in um, in a deliberate way. And in a way that makes everyone not necessarily comfortable because I don't think comfort should be expected, but that you're unified. Everyone is aligned in a shared purpose. The team put together a blog that goes with this episode where you can read a little bit more about the inevitability of change, but really diving into why it is important to engage your employees and ask for feedback where you should be the really cross from management into leadership during those times of change and ensuring that the shared vision is something that everyone is keeping their eye on. Be willing to lead by example. If you are expecting change, then you should be walking the talk of change and the openness that you feel. And, and honestly, also, if it scares you being transparent about why it scares you and that it's perfectly fine because you also feel uh, scared. But then offering support to your team as well. I loved the blog. I think it really kind of wraps everything up into one. So I hope you take the time to read it, but how does your team manage times of change? I'd love to hear that. And I think that I know that our team would as well. It's just so nice to have uh, some collective insight um, because change is coming and more change is coming. You should expect it. And I hope you embrace it. If you have any questions, please email me, chantel at francisroy.com. Talk to you in two weeks.